Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening? Oh, these are loud. My God. My God, I man. I flip my headphones back around. Well, I took my headphones off. One of the little buffer things fell mm. off. I yeah, did yeah. That. Uh, piece of crap. What? Real quick, Tom. What? I'm going to kill you. You feel me? Oh, morning. yeah, I forgot. Keep telling me she's going to kill me. I just thing. wanted you to have it on record that I did say it, because I don't want to be sneaky. I've been threatening you all morning. You hey, have all hey, morning. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? Good morning. She's going to kill me, she said. Um. Well, we have it on record now. That's good. We do. It's all true. There's no question about it. But That'd be brazen. Very quickly to open up, I am very, very happy about this, because I watched it years and years and years ago. Catherine all of a sudden came to me and said, have you ever seen The Wire? I said, yeah, I've seen The Wire. She goes, I've never seen it. So we watched the first episode. She loved that first episode. Really? It was a great show. I mean, it is one hell of a show. It's considered one of the greatest shows probably of the last couple of decades. So yep. definitely one of those that people always have on their top 10 list or must watch if you haven't seen it before. It's a great show. One thing I will warn you, though... As I look at Tevin when I say this, <laughs> if you don't like the big N, do not watch that show. Oh, yeah. They, they throw it around oh, pretty much. Real cash. Yeah, uh, pretty real little, cash. Whoa. I forgot that it was in That the, first season was amazing. It is. Yeah. It's unbelievable. How many, what, five seasons, I think? I don't know. I had trouble with the second season. I got real bored. I was like, I don't care about storage shipyard stuff. Blah. <laughs> so I never got through the it's second season. all about season. you, huh? No, I was just saying I had it got a little you. slower in the second season. I know if you power through, it's worth it, but I am not intelligent enough to power through. Okay, well there you go. Now we figured. Power it out. through seasons can be tough. Yeah. Yeah, they all have one, don't they? At least long-term shows. Yeah, I always talk about Mad Men having like I think their power through season is actually their first season because they set the story, mm-hmm. and then you get to season two and it just takes off. Yeah, like that's true. So fast. But yeah, I'm very, very happy because it's been, when when was The Wire on? Was that about 15 years ago, something like that? I think so. Yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. So I can't even remember most episodes. I watched that episode last night. I don't remember. I've seen every episode, but it was so long ago that other stuff has taken its place in my brain. So it's all brand new to me again, which I kind of like. Fun. That's a fun rewatch then. It is, absolutely. Yeah, because I kind of slough off that stuff. Once I'm done with the show, it's like, okay, I'm done with that. That goes away. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. I need storage space, you know. So, Although yeah. there are a couple shows you rewatch over and over again. The Office. Yeah. Mm, oh, God, yes. I think a lot of women have rewatched Sex and the City probably countless times, can probably repeat a lot of the episodes. Gilmore Girls, for me, I've watched that nonstop. I got to be honest with you, the number one time that he just nailed me and, and trapped me forever to watch The Office is when he came on camera and looked at the camera and said, you know, I'm a pretty terrific person. 
Our, do you like my number one boss mug? Isn't yeah. it great? I bought it for myself at Spencer's. <laughs> that was pretty funny, too. I love that and stuff. And you love it, too, when he was like, am I superstitious? No, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> I'm a little stitious. <laughs> Steve Carell, I mean, he really made that show. And honestly, yes. when he left, the quality just went downhill. Yeah. I mean, it's still watchable, but it's not the same because he made someone who was really pretty despicable have a lot of heart. And that's why you loved him so much. No, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that's just great television. They, yeah, they, they do that super episodes thing now. Which I really out there. Instead of being like 25 minutes long, they're 37 minutes long, and you're seeing things you've never seen before, which is really cool. Just a reminder, that's on Peacock if anyone's looking for it. Yeah, yep. It's not just everywhere. It's on Peacock. You find the supersized episodes. Oh, God, is that show. I mean, every episode is hilarious. So funny. I don't know who, who put that show together, but, I mean, you come up with the Dwights, and you come up with the Steve Carells, and all the women and the men, and... John Krasinski did okay after he left that show, if I'm right. Yeah, I think yeah. he's right. He's not, he's not hurting. <laughs> he's done okay. He hangs out with an elite group. He's married to Emily Blunt. He is neighbors with Matt Damon. I mean, those, like, Matt Damon and his wife, Luciana, and then Emily Blunt and Krasinski, they all hang out together. Oh, and they're nice like to Brooklyn hear. townhomes. I hang out with John the Jew, my next door neighbor. Same eliteness. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> God, I still can't believe... Lake Como vacations in the summer. Kristen, did you hear that? There are billboards up, I guess, around the country, but there are some, there are four of them in Minnesota. I was listening to you guys. I haven't seen them here in Los Angeles. I I haven't either. I'll have to look for them. Brittany's seen them. Yeah, uh, I think it's just a local thing. Well, I thought it was around the country. Well, yeah, they oh, were from really? New Jersey. I thought that they were hyper-focused on Minneapolis uh, right now. Well, I don't know. See, a lot of times when you work with people, you, you listen, listen to what, what they say. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't it be nice if you ever got into that I'm sorry. I, you know what I'm saying? When I looked into it, I thought they were saying they were hyper-focused on Minneapolis Abilba. right now. A billboard. A billboard. A billboard. A billboard. Look at my mouth. Here's you. Blah, 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 blah. Nailed it. That's you. Today mumbling. is Yom Kippur. It's a day of atonement, everyone. Kristen. It's about time for you to step up then, Brittany, and atone for all the horrible things you've done. We appreciate the pivot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pivot right there, ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, what else is happening in Hollywood other than um, great television and movies? So many things have happened over the last couple of okay, days. First good. of all, the writer's strike reached a tentative agreement with the AMPTP. So if you're wondering, like, what the heck does this mean? It means that now the lawyers at WGA are going to work out all the legal jargon, make sure everything's squared away. It then goes to the membership. They vote on it. They ratify it. And the writers get back to work. The writers cannot get back to work until this contract is ratified. So I'd say maybe a week or two before it's officially over. But there'll be no strike lines or anything like that for the WGA. However, the WGA is still going to join SAG on their strike lines because that strike is still going on. So just so everyone kind of understands the two differences. But the good news is, is I think that they got from everything that we've been told, they got a really good contract, especially for the residuals in streaming. If a show is like a massive success, a la, let's say, Stranger Things, people will see a higher measurement of residuals in the long run 
for higher pay. And that is going to be a really, it's going to make a huge difference because streaming residuals are pennies. It's, it's ridiculous. So hopefully yeah, everyone will is. see more money down the line. And it looks like they resolved some of the AI issues as well. We will hear more about that um, in the coming days of what really that means. But because WGA has set the precedent after a 146 day strike, this is going to be good news for Screen Actors Guild because they will have a blueprint for their negotiations. I understand. I got very, very lucky because I started my voiceover career in like 1977, I think it was, something like that, and had a nice 30, 35 year run. And the reason I did is because back in that era, movie stars thought it was beneath them to do commercials, so they wouldn't right. do them. So we didn't have to compete against all these big, huge stars like you do now because they have now taken away all the business. Well, and also because of streaming, commercials don't run the way they used to, right. so you don't get those same residuals. So your pension would look much different than someone who has a pension and you know is vested in the union and everything. They're going to have a very small pension in comparison yeah. to what you were able to acquire, which is incredible. But what's amazing to me about that, all, all these actors, all they talk about is, oh... We're for the people, man. You are the least likely to be for the people. You are the greediest bastards on earth. Well, I mean, when you're talking about the union, you're talking about the middle class actor, really. Right. Because yes, the middle class right. actor used to be able to live very comfortably off of doing one or two commercials a year. Yeah. They'd be able to yep. buy a home in Los Angeles, support their family of four. Um, oftentimes, a parent could stay home. That doesn't exist anymore because those commercials don't exist anymore those tv shows don't exist anymore and unfortunately it really is a way of the past you can be a, a working actor but you probably also have a side hustle isn't that sad how it's did that happen sad. um you know the studios got greedy that that's really what it is the business model changed we've now seen the bust the the bubble on streaming has officially bust. So yeah, yeah. what we just saw the last 10 years, and I know we've been like, oh, there's so many great things on streaming. It is going to look very different post-strike. The industry will look different. It's going to look different for us as consumers and viewership. And uh, we'll just have to adapt to the new normal. Will we like it at all? We will. There's going to be lots of bright spots, of course. And um, movies are going to be, as we've talked about, they're going to be event things. It's not just going to be like, let's go to the movies every Friday and Saturday night. It's going to be, um, you're going to go for a certain reason. Maybe there's something special at the movie theater mm -hmm. along with the movie that you go to see. Um, that's where they're seeing the box office dollars are. For television, they're going to be a little bit pickier. Those big $100 million contracts for actors will not exist anymore. No, they're not going to be around anymore. It's, uh, yeah, the whole thing is kind of sad, actually. Looking at, did you see that? Well, obviously you did because it's your business. The weekend box office was pretty dreadful, actually. You know what's really sad? One of my close friends wrote The Expendables 4. Mm -hmm. And um, not only, I, I just feel for him because it didn't get great reviews, but listen, that type of movie should be critic-proof in that it has Sylvester Stallone yeah, and yeah. Statham. So the, the audience should have been there, but because they weren't able to promote it because of the SAG strike. Oh, sure. You know, you lose box office dollars there. He is a writer because of the Writers Guild strike. He wasn't able to get his big premiere, and this was his first big movie as a writer that he got um, out on into theatrical release. And so he missed all of that. And of course, the weekend his movie comes out, guess what happens? The writer's strike ends. Yeah. 
you know, I just I feel I feel for him. It's it's a tough thing. Um, but we're not going to really see another big movie out until I think the Marvels in early November. Uh, Napoleon will be out over Thanksgiving weekend. It's going to be mostly spooky season movies from here on out, um, and a couple of like Oscar fair type of thing that we're looking at towards award show season. Are there any good spooky movies anymore? Because I used to love going to spooky movies, but then they all became these slasher films, which I didn't care for. Yeah, I mean, and everything's also a sequel. This part of the yeah, franchise. Right yeah. now you have The Nun 2 that's out. You have um, upcoming The Exorcist is coming out, another another version of The Exorcist. Oh, my God. I know. It's just <clears throat> honestly, like, maybe go and look for your local theaters that are running the originals because a lot of times that does happen around this time of year. The smaller theaters will do a, a fun weekend run of Halloween or right. Friday the 13th or Psycho. You know, You just never know, but... Um, again, it is going to be event movies that are going to bring us to the box office. Would you tell me again very quickly, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I keep wanting to go see The Sound of Freedom because it's not been released to television or streaming yet. Um, but the closest theater to me with that movie, there are only three theaters in town that even have the movie. And uh, the closest one, I believe, was like a 37-minute drive from my house. Like, what the <laughs> hell? That's a normal day in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. Yeah, I suppose that is true. But why? So there's a big political part of it. What, what, what's the name of the organization again? Um, Operation Underground Railroad. And um, that now has another layer from what I've talked about before. So Tim Ballard and um, Jim Caviezel. Mm -hmm. Jim Caviezel in particular has ties to QAnon. So that's been well, the QAnon. big And issue. what is that again? QAnon is, I want to say, it's part of, like, the far-right politics. Okay. Um, but I would say it's a cult of the far-right politics. Oh, okay. So, because I, I don't want anyone who's a far-right politician to be like, I'm not QAnon. And they really developed during the pandemic, aligning themselves oftentimes with anti-vaccine. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah the, so the anti-vax movement, um, often their big, big, big sort of charitable thing is child trafficking and so they've kind of oh, co-opted okay. that movement and accused people on the left of being child traffickers accused people in hollywood of being child traffickers which Jesus. isn't true i know and it gets really complicated but uh vice news just did a huge deep dive on tim ballard who is um, used to be the founder of Operation Underground Railroad and child trafficking, um, but he's been accused of sexual harassment and sexual assault um, on some of his missions overseas, using women to pose as his wife and encouraging them to not only shower with him, but in get, get in bed with him to act out the part to the child traffickers so that people would buy that this person was their wife. Is everybody nuts now? Everybody. Everybody's nuts. Yes. Jesus. Um, Everybody's crazy now. He, he, you know, he's denied any of the allegations. There have been, I think, at least seven women who have come forward with the same story. And of course, they don't know each other. And um, of course, it's a it's a media conspiracy. It's not. Um, but I, I think that the the other issue, too, is that he stepped down from his organization as these allegations came to light before Vice News had published the story. So um, this story has been brewing underneath the surface for quite a while um, before 
Sound of Freedom even became a box office hit this summer. So I just always say tread carefully on this movie. Child trafficking is an extremely important issue, but understand that there are some underlying troublesome issues with the film. No, I mean, is it a good movie, though? Is it worth seeing? Uh, because I understand the acting and it's really good. But is that it's right? Good. It is. It, okay. It's good. It's I, good. I mean, I don't think it's a great film. I think it's a good movie oh, okay. with a message that needs to get across. Do you need to see it on the big screen? No. Once it's available on streaming, you'll be fine watching it there. Um, you know, I think it brought a, a, the issue to a lot of people's attention that maybe just didn't think about it. But, um, but, but just understand that there are a lot of ties to some troublesome issues. Like everything uh, else, you mean? Child trafficking. You mean like what? everything else is tied to psychotic politi political views? <laughs> everything now, the nut jobs on both sides are running everything now. I wouldn't say everything, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of problematic ties. I mean, I just why do you, everyone have to be that severe about their policy? I can kind of be in the middle and we'll figure it out, no problem. Why does it have to be so far left and so far right? Why? Are they I wish that I weak? had an answer for you, and I wish we could go back to just who cares about politics. But unfortunately, as we God. move into a 2024 presidential election year, I don't think that's going away. So it's all about money again. It's really not about yeah. politics. It's about money. Yeah. I mean, we've just seen a strike here in Hollywood about money, and... Uh, Hopefully, hot labor summer works out in the favor of the workers and not of the corporations. So basically, the best thing I could do is go home and lock myself in my bedroom. Um, you could go and watch The Irrational tonight on oh. uh, NBC. What's that all about? Oh, I was just going to ask you. I was like, Aaron wrote me another email about seeing if uh, one of our listeners wrote me, asked Kristen about The Irrationals. And so I messaged her on uh, Instagram saying, hey, this listener, and she's, did the work like a true champ. I wrote it on my list. I told her, I said, I told Brent, I was like, I will write it on my Monday list for sure. But I have um, a question is... before you go on. Why did yeah. they pick my sidekicks on the show to star in their own TV show? The Irrational? <laughs> the Irrationals. <laughs> the Irrationals. What are you talking about? See, right there you go. Perfect <laughs> example. Right there. Thank you. Brent leans right into it. Okay, the <laughs> Irrationals. The What's that all about? Uh, so th the show is about a behavioral scientist um, who works on big cases. It stars Jesse L. Martin, who is always fantastic. A lot of you will probably remember him from Law and Order. I remember him from Rent because he started out on the Broadway stage. But um, I will tell you that this is a very typical procedural. This does not break any new ground by any means. But if you love Law and Order and CIS, this is going to be your show because it's going to be one of the few bright spots and original scripted programming that we're going to see on network this fall. Okay. And he kind of has a he has a couple of like sub stories besides, you know, just cracking a case each and every week. He was burned in a church fire and that sort of the Ooh. the emotional ramifications of that kind of like are Un, like sort of underlying through the surface and, and kind of carry through. I was able to see the first three episodes. So just so you guys know, for a screener copy and um, his ex-wife just happens to be the FBI agent that he still works with um, on cases. And of course there's sparks there. So there's a little bit of romance. There's a lot of tropes in this and I'm kind of <laughs> here for it. I also want to re I'm 
forcing myself not to make fun of it right now. So exactly. That's why I said it doesn't break any new ground. You're going to be like, okay, I've seen this before. But you know what? Just Dale Martin, if you've been a fan of his in the past, he is a very talented actor. He's handsome. Yeah. He brings a lot to the table. I don't think the scripts are groundbreaking by any means. But if you are looking for something fresh and not having to watch a thousand game shows and competition shows and dating shows this fall. All right. Give it a try. And you know what? Here's the good news. Yeah. It's going to make it through the fall because NBC will have nothing else. So <laughs> great review. Amazing. So it's on yeah. NBC. NBC. And, and you'll be able fall. to watch it on Peacock likely the next day. So uh, NBC and then Peacock. Okay. That works. So, so again, it's, it's supposed to be funny. No, it's a, it's a cop procedural. Oh, but I thought it, Seemed like there was a bit of a sense of humor involved, but no. No, no. I mean, it's similar to like Law and Order and things like oh, that. Maybe there's like a one-off line or something like that, but it's not a comedy by any means. It's definitely your stereotypical cops, FBI, solving a crime situation. You made me just realize something, and I never even thought of this. I have never watched a cop procedural on NBC. I have on CBS, I have on ABC, but never on it. I just... That all that Law and Order and all stuff, I I did, I just never did wanted to watch that stuff. Yeah, that, Dick Wolf has a hold, he's a chokehold on NBC. Yeah, so he does. He's yeah. the Taylor Sheridan of NBC. God, yeah. Taylor Sheridan. Why don't you write a few more thousand shows? Yeah, Taylor. <laughs> My God, is he busy? Yeah, you bomb. Those two men yeah, yeah. are holding up each network. So they really are. Well, yeah, we used to have Dick Wolf on the KQ show once in a while. He's a really nice guy. And I asked him about his yeah. name in the phone book, and then he hung up on me. Yeah. That seems like an obvious... <laughs> it's an obvious deal, you isn't gotta it? you got to do it, yep. though. I'm with you. Did your parents know what they were doing to you as a teenage boy? You hate your parents. <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> anyway, so what else? Anything? We only got a couple more minutes, but what else is out there that's, that's worth watching? Um, this one is for the Britney Spears fans. Uh, this is another thing. Like, talking about event films, they're bringing out her movie Crossroads again and it's only for two nights it'll be October 23rd and October 25th in conjunction with her memoir which comes out October 24th The Woman in Me and her handlers managed to negotiate like a back-end deal so she's going to make a ton of money off of any box office dollars mm -hmm. that come in for those two dates which I think is kind of interesting. So what what about dad how are they doing? Jamie Spears? Yeah. Britney Spears and Jamie Spears. And you know, she Spears? has, she actually has tried to reach out to her dad. Um, yeah, but honestly, I don't think that there is a lot of, um, I just don't think that there's a lot going on between Brit and her family. You know, you have her sister starring in Dancing with the Stars this season, right. Jamie Lynn Spears. Right. I know ABC is just dying to get Britney in the studio to watch her. I don't see it happening. Um, it's she's, also she's funny. Chris, in those promos, they throw that in right at the end that it's Jamie Lee Spears because they can they don't oh. know where it's gonna fall. Oh. So like when they do the dancing with the stars and they list all the stars and they're like and Jamie Lee Spears and then they go to like a different image because they're like we don't know what public opinion is about this. It's terrible to be honest. People, I mean, the Britney Spears fans yeah. are so angry that she was given this platform, and they feel like she's just cashing in on her sister's name. Yeah. People are pissed off about Adrian Peterson as well, yep. yeah. given his history. And Dancing with the Stars was the target of the WGA picket lines over the last couple of weeks. They have had a really 
rough go. And they're so lucky that the strike was resolved because I know for a fact that the WGA writers were planning on wearing tuxedo shirts and protesting outside of the studio on Tuesday night um, because they just became on the West Coast. They were the ones that were like, how dare you uh, do a show when you have a WGA writer out of work? And so did I miss something about Jamie Lynn Spears? Why does everybody like we're talking about like the Nickelodeon star back in the day. Like, why does everybody what? hate? Well, she had, she had a little show. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Right. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Like the Colonian era. I said what the I said. Colonial Nickelodeon era. I said era. what I said. I was just like, is anybody going to make fun of Devin for saying Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. That's what it's called. Anyway, yeah, the Zoe, point Zoe is. Zoe 101. Zoe 101. Great show. Um, but what, so why does everybody hate her? Did I? During the conservatorship, which, by the way, Britney Spears was in for 13 years. Oh, God. Um, I know, oh, 13 years. God. And painful. Oh, it's so complicated, but it, the highlights of it, I think a lot of people felt that not only did Jamie Lynn not help her sister either get out of this, but also she was living off of funds, Britney Spears funds, yeah. during that conservatorship, oh, okay. paying for things like airplane tickets, um, back and forth. And this all came out when they did an audit of Jamie Jamie Spears, who is the father. It's Jamie Spears and Jamie Lynn Spears. Jamie Spears, they did an audit because he was the um, head of the conservatorship. And a lot of people were making a lot of money off of Britney's income. And that does include her sister. And she, oh, okay. Yeah, she was on the payroll. And then when she came out against freeing her, it felt all very scummy. And now that like it's the tides have sort of changed, they have a crappy Zoe 101 reboot because the checks aren't cashing anymore. And now, she, and now she's on Dancing with the Stars. Because, you know, somebody's yeah, got to pay they rent. Have She's done a couple of, uh, she did another one, Special Ops, Special Forces, that one on Fox also. Okay. Yeah, she did that. They, they actually and had I was to. I just going to say, she did a memoir too, obviously cashing in off of. <laughs> they actually had to move the reboot to Nickelodeon because. Yep. Oh, Nickelodeon see? That's the new streaming service, Nickelodeon. You guys, you know what? The listeners know. They know what I said. And I'll check, the, I'll check my email. Here's what I love. Nothing. It's Tevin's first day because Tevin's going to be on the show every day now as a producer and a director along with Andy and engineering and all the rest of it. So get used to having the piss kicked out of you. Yeah, I, just, I was like, say, you know, they've really welcomed me on my first day. It's just unbelievable. It's better than day. when I'm irrational. Yeah, yeah you moron. <laughs> You're so stupid. You moron. I remember Jamie Lynn lost her show on Zoe 101 because she, at 16, she got pregnant. Yes. Oh, God. Yep. It happens. Not exactly the best message to send on a kid's network. Teenage me was so pissed about that. Was Teenage really? you mad? Oh, my God. It was, was just a couple years ago, huh? Yeah, exactly. No, I, I <laughs> Like, because that was like one of the shows that, like, I'm sure along with Tevin, like, kind of watches again. And there was like a, for for a kid, there was a plot, you know, it yeah. wasn't yeah. great. But and then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, hey, we're off the air now, and we have to wrap it up because this lady. She never made it to 102. No, there was no 102. Apparently <laughs> <Really> not. <laughs> she had 101 in the a bun in the oven. Yeah. yeah. 101 and a bun in the oven. That's nice. I'd watch that. That's really nice. <laughs> All right, Kristen, get off your ass and get to work. Get to work. Yes, I know. My It's uh, 6.15. I got plenty of work to do. All right. Thank you, my dear. See you tomorrow. Talk to you later. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt with us. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Chris Eggert will join us right after this. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. As lake season throttles down, trust the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Speaking of, by the way, the season throttling down. 
Mm-hmm. First day of fall was on Saturday. I walk outside, and there are leaves all over my driveway. It's like, what, do they watch the calendar? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the hell? It was amazing. So in any case, I'll call today about Power Lodge Miller Marines limited-time winterization specials. They're offering free storage with the purchase of a new boat. Get double the value if that new boat is a luxurious Bennington with unbeatable employee pricing stacked on top of rebates. This is the best time of the year to buy, and there's nothing wrong with fall water on the lakes with beautiful color-changing cruises. That is a fact, by the way. Need a Power Lodge upgrade? Need a power upgrade? They'll store that new motor for you, too. Prepare now and bundle up your boat for a worry-free launch next spring. Pontoon passion starts at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Free winter storage with the purchase of a new boat from my personal buddies at the Lodge and Miller Marine. It's a great place. Throttle therapy on and off the water at millermarine.com and powerlodge.com. Oh, and if you mention Tommy sent you from the Tom Bernard Show, before the summer is done, you'll receive total consciousness. So you got that going for you, which is nice. This cardboard order, is it up to date? Camila's recyclable coffee cup factory can no longer be considered a grande. Redesign, it's at the printer. She needs more designers to jump the business to a triple shot. Client wants to see several more design options. The logo's got to be bigger. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Jessica, this is the happiest day of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. I'm so sorry. Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Increase your vehicle's performance and gas mileage with Lucas Fuel Treatment at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply add it to your tank at your next fill-up to eliminate carbon and varnish deposits. Get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Treatment for $10, plus two times O Rewards points. See your O'Reilly Auto Parts store for details or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey man, looking good. It's Stitch Fix. I'd like to thank my stylist for making me look so great. They always get my fit just right. They send clothes that work for me and my budget. They even found me my favorite pair of jeans. I'd like to thank Stitch Fix because let's get real, I couldn't make this style happen on my own. They just make everything so easy. So thank you, Stitch Fix. They just get me and they'll get you too. Stitch Fix, take your style quiz today at stitchfix.com. Like any good agent, we're here for the open house, for the closing, for handing over keys. 
But because we're Realtors, we're here for so much more. Agents who are Realtors volunteer at nearly three times the national average. We're working to broaden access to credit, increase affordable housing supply, and ensure fair housing for all. And Realtors are bound by a code of ethics. We're here for it all. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. And now the lovely and talented, what's your name again? Chris something? Uh, Call me whatever you want, really, Tommy. I don't care. Look at that. Is that a green sweater you're wearing? Look at you and Britt, Britt, huh? Look at us. Oh, look oh at we're that. wearing uniforms now. Us little Irish mix. Yeah. Oh, Mick. You guys texted each other last, last that's night. That's not a naughty word. <laughs> no. Oh, Mick. Yeah, that's not offensive at all to Irish people. I'm Irish. Well, but you don't get it. That's I hope. The... <laughs> top of the morning to you. Oh, top of are the you, morning to you. Chris, are you Irish? Uh, I'm a quarter. Do nice. You, do you wish you were Irish? It's so stupid. It's It's all true. (laughs) So, not proud of that one. It's been one of those shows. I'll tell you, it's been one of those days, man. So, Chris, what's the latest? Uh, How about them Vikings, eh? Okay, boy, nice talking to you. Our connection's (laughs) breaking up. We'll talk to you in another 30 years when you call back. Yeah, let's. Uh, well, we'll get that out of the way. The uh, college team sucks. The professional team sucks. There's no football to watch for the rest of the year in Minnesota. It's a waste of time. Well, listen, well. I, I, I was at the game. I, I, uh, my, my uncle was in town with a bunch of guys, and uh, I got a ticket at the last minute, so I went, and it was – I, oddly enough, I wasn't like mad, mad about it. Like a lot of people were, mm-hmm. there was something about it that was just kind of like, yeah, well, they lost a football game. All right, well, let's move on. But then you like hop on your phone and look at Twitter and like, people are like losing their freaking minds over this. Right. It's, uh, 
And then one of the notions that um, somehow the crowd noise at the end of the game is what lost the game. Oh, God. I'm I'm here to tell you, I ever since I watched the Netflix series with Kirk, I I can't hate on the dude. He is a nice, good man. That's what everybody says. Yep. I absolutely my no matter what happens on the field, no matter what, like, I'm not going to hate on him. I'm not. But for that to be the excuse in the press con- or one of the excuses in the news conference after the game. I know. I'm like, the crowd, I'll just say, for example, the group of people around me, one of them came from Georgia. One of them came from Arizona. Two or three of them came from the Dakotas. Like, I know these guys. They stayed in hotels for two nights. Oh they bought their tickets. Like, that's just the five guys I'm with clearly spent like at least $10,000 to be at that game. Oh, God. <laughs> and that's not counting their jerseys and their Viking shoes and the crap that my uncle bought and, you know, all this stuff. Um, and then to yell at the crowd for being too loud I at know. the yeah. one moment where, like, something good <laughs> happened? Like, dude, come on. Well, everybody's a spoiled brat now. You know that. That's just how life is now. Everybody's spoiled. I know it was probably frustrating, but, you know, don't let it come down. Hey, here's another idea. Don't let it come down to one play. Well, I have a question for you. When's the last time? Because I, I have friends that are like this. When's the last time you heard somebody say, oh, I'm sorry, man, that's on me. That was my bad. I, pre- I apologize. You don't hear that ever anymore. You, you know, every once in a while you'll hear an athlete step up and yeah, do that. And yep. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's Kirk Cousins' fault. I'm pretty sure that pass hit T.J. Hawkinson – like it literally bounced off him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, uh, Tevin, I don't know. Is that a catchable ball then? If it literally hits you? Yeah. I mean, it, he probably should have caught that one. It's not an easy catch by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, it's a play that he's made hundreds of times before, and it really was a bad bounce. And to blame it on the crowd is laughable. Like, what are you going to hold up like a sign or something? Like, can you let us know next time when it's okay to cheer and well, when it's not do, okay to cheer, Kirk? You said that, but they, they do put a, they flash a thing up on the scoreboard during the game that says quiet right. offense working or whatever, which, which they had done several at several points at, at that point in the game. But like, I don't remember, but something had just happened right before that to even get them in that position. It all happened with a matter of seconds. You're yeah. going to ask 80,000 people to right. go from heightened joy that we might win the game to, like, complete silence in four seconds? Like, it's just whatever. It makes no sense. How much is a ticket to get into the Vikings now, a good ticket? Um, a good ticket? Yeah. I mean, you can get in the door for a hundred, but a good ticket is anywhere from there. I mean, it's not like four or five hundred bucks, is it? Oh yeah, good ticket. Yeah, oh, really. Yeah. yeah. And you're, you're going to tell me if I can cheer or not, and I'm giving you five hundred bucks. And, and, and not, no, and not only like you're. Yes, it was after a fourth and one conversion, so everybody's excited. But then also, it's late in the game, like. People are probably a little intoxicated. Like right, you're not going to get a bunch of drunk people to <laughs> calm down after their favorite football team. Like Chris, you're saying, drove from you know or flew in from out of town, or you know it's the one game they get to go to, and you're going right. to essentially blame them for being loud. Like it's come on. What a joke. I mean, again, whatever. It's a it's a football game. We lost the football game. Uh, I would I would point out though that the. That uh, St. Thomas football did win their game. Oh, on there you go. Yeah. Woo! So, 
listen, there's a couple teams who are winning football games. But, you know, I got to tell the people again, and I've said this before, look, Chris's son is sick to death of carrying the St. Thomas team on his back, and a few other people yeah. could step up and help him. That would be really great. I agree he's, with you, Chris. He's carrying nothing. He's standing on the sideline. <laughs> That's real. Thanks, Dad. He's, he's standing there watching the game, but someday, someday that'll happen. Is but, he a freshman? Um, yeah. Oh, what yeah. position oh. does he play? Uh, he's O-line. Okay. Left tackle. All right. So is he big? The Vikings are looking for somebody. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Got. Oh gosh. I don't, Vikings. Whatever. That's it. Uh, how about you know whatever. Yep. I'm moving on. Yeah. Now it's time to move on because we're not all pissed off. You're right. <laughs> now, got to got to get it off your chest. Well, here's something upbeat. Um, Minneapolis auto thefts are about to break an all-time record for the year, and the year's not over yet. Perfect. Woo! We need to keep telling anybody, just go ahead and do whatever you want. We'll just kiss your ass at high noon for the rest of life. When are they going to learn they cannot allow people to do whatever you wish to do? It's what only going to get worse. On average, more than 600 stolen cars a month. Gosh, Jeez. Oh, um, 169 shy of setting a new yearly record, and there's still almost there's still three months to go in the year. Yep. Um. However, they're doing something in the St. Lee City, right? Because their uh, auto thefts have dropped 36% compared to the year before. That's because their police department get, didn't get railed on like Minneapolis's did. So, yeah, that's a story we had last night. Look, here's the situation. <laughs> we need a police force because otherwise we're going to get run right over. I'm telling you, you better let the cops do their job or it's going to get so hideous it'll be unbearable. It almost is now. Kind of seems like a person, a reasonable person could connect a couple dots between the chain of events over the last couple of years and where things are at today. I don't, I don't know how anybody could not look at that and go, well, when you, yeah. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't want my car stolen. Uh, you right. know, we have a police officer, we have a police force, so I don't get my car stolen. And then you go after them, so they, you know, all quit. Isn't Minneapolis Police Department at its lowest number in, yeah. like, decades? Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. really great. That's wonderful. Thanks. Thanks. Like, you guys are doing a great job. But uh, there's an ask. Remember that? I told you. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. What are you going to say? Remember that asteroid I told you got guys about <laughs> Yeah, like 160 gonna... <laughs> years away? Yeah. Yeah, that at some point it's going to uh, not take out the Earth, not even, like, dinosaur, Ice Age-type asteroid. Yeah. Probably just like the, I don't remember, maybe the power of like 25 million atomic bombs. Like Whoa. not that big a deal. Well, yeah. So um, I kind of, you know, just shrug it off. NASA yeah. was able yep. to scoop some stuff off it and bring it back to the Earth. And that happened this weekend, which was kind of cool. Yes. What did they, how much? They, they sent a, a, a thing up and they went and like basically picked up a bucket of, of asteroid dust and brought it back. To the earth which i guess is cool but i don't really know what what having said dust will do to prevent said asteroid strike i'm not really quite sure there but <laughs> they did it i love like the half enthusiasm yeah half, like knowledge yeah, about right. it like it might be cool like you're looking to see if we're gonna bite on this like oh tell us more chris right. like it, it's, I, it's nice to know well, what's coming i guess <laughs> I guess, right? Like, I, I, I don't really know what it... Yeah, but, like, I think about know, this. Man. Okay, the people that are 160 years down the line, 
They're gonna appreciate having that dust. So future us, you're welcome. Right. That's There's true. There's a lot That's of it true. coming. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more where this came from. Oh, yeah. Everyone will have that dust for uh, two feet piled up on everything they own. So but what do we do? Do we teach the astronauts how to drill, or do we teach the drillers how to be astronauts? Oh, wow. What a deep thought. Wait, is that... Is, it, is that the plot of Armageddon? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's a big debate online of why that would be insane to not just teach astronauts how to drill. Get Aerosmith on the phone. We need a new uh, we need a new song. We need a new song. I love it. Yeah, me too. All right, so I'd like to talk sports, but I can't. I'd like to talk about I, but I'm very very serious. I, I I brought this up just before you came on. Uh, fall began at 1.50 in the morning on Saturday, right? 1.50 in the morning, fall begins. I walk outside. There's already leaves laying on the ground. Apparently, the trees all figured it out. I'm like, yeah, what it, the it hell? was like a it was like a movie. Like the, it was the You're person right. in charge of set design said, "All right, get the sprinkle the leaves out everywhere." Like here we go. It and is fall. Yeah, it's true. It's fall now, ladies and gentlemen. Setna, my. Our neighbors and us, uh, we get together. It's anywhere from a couple of people to 20 people get together and sit in each other's driveways on beautiful nights. And, you know, they have a, a glass of wine or whatever, and, and we just sit and sh- It's a wonderful thing. And we did that last night. And you just get to really appreciate how beautiful. It was a gorgeous day after it, you know, poured rain. But later in the day, it was a beautiful day, beautiful fall day. It's hard not to, like, fall around here. Oh, yeah. I, yep. It's like. It's just so cool, and the, the, the trees are cool. And I, I, the problem is, and it's not, let's be honest, it's not even winter. Even if you really love winter, which a lot of people do, and I get that, like, winter's not bad. What's bad is January and February. Oh, God, yes. That's some cold weather there, brother. Like, take those months off the calendar, and <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> And I'm not trying to here. wish time away or anything because I'm not like that. Like, I appreciate every day and whatnot. But January and February, man, those are trying times to live here. They are. It gets very, very cold. There's no getting around it. Uh, how much time, more time do you have? You've got a couple of minutes? Uh, yeah. Or do you have to go? No, I'm good. I want to make sure. Uh, because I just got a message from a uh, listener that says, you're washing your armpits wrong. Oh. <laughs> he goes, who? Specifically who? you, Chris. He, Chris they reached it out. Says, yes, this is Chris directly. Okay. okay, you ready? Yeah. Yep. If you shower twice a day and still have BO, maybe this is why. How, how could you have BO if, unless you got some, like, imbalance yeah, in your system. Some people have a problem. Do they yeah. really? Yeah. Even if they won't shower twice a day, yeah, they still I give up the Yeah, I played basketball with a, somebody somewhere a long time ago, uh, and God... I can't, I don't want to say anything more. <laughs> I know, you really made it. At one God, point in my history right. of life, I played basketball with a human. Right. Um, could have been any time in the last 49 years. Uh, the kid would, like, you could smell him. The whole gym smelled. Oh, Jesus. That's rough. I actually oh. feel bad for people like no, that. No, for sure. For sure. So what's the, little, how do we fix it? How about a little speed stick? Men and speed stick. What's wrong with that? No? Doesn't work? That's and it nice. just smells like body odor and speed stick. Not yeah. ish. If you shower twice a day and still have B.O., maybe this is why, a woman who posts hygiene advice on TikTok claims most people aren't washing their armpits correctly. Well, how could you do it wrong? Soap, water, armpit, think that 
covers it, right? That's it. I would have meant a little washcloth if you want. You're good. Uh, especially if you have hair. Just a few back and forth scrubs aren't enough to remove a leftover deodorant. Um, you're using the wrong soap instead of some fruity body wash. She says you should really be using antibacterial soap under your arms. That should remove more of the stink. Some people think 30 seconds seems like overkill, but could uh, irritate your skin, especially if you use a loofah. God, every time I hear that word loofah, I think, what, was that, what movie was that in again? Excuse me, dear, could you loofah my stretch marks? <laughs> what movie was that? I don't what know. I don't know what that is. Oh, right. God, you've never... Uh, Excuse me, dear, would you loofah... And she holds up this loofah. Would you loofah my stretch marks? Oh, it was in uh, Caddyshack, I think. Caddyshack, was yep. It? it was Caddyshack, yes. yeah, I thought so. It was in Caddyshack. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, what's his name's wife? The Skipper. Oh, Dr. Smell or Schmail or whatever. Schmail, yeah. Dr. Schmales or whatever that his name Schmell. was. Way to keep it topical, AJ. It's Dr. Smell. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's right, Dr. Smell. It's true. So, yeah, what you got to do, apparently, some people think 30 seconds seems like overkill and could irritate your skin, especially if you use a loofah. And someone in the uh, comments section said they tried antibacterial soap, but it burned their armpits. So the advice might not, not be right for everyone. Well, that all depends, too, because I'm one of those guys. I didn't not know at first. I didn't know what this was. But I bought some, uh, some deodorant many yeah. years ago. Yeah. I woke up in the morning. My armpits were on fire. Ooh, not the one you want. It had aluminum in it. Ah. Uh, oh, my God, did I react big to that. I didn't. What, what is it about aluminum that does that to human skin? Yeah, it's a certain, I mean, it's definitely something that's, there's been more awareness about that publicly, too. God. And um, the deodorant companies trying to come up with aluminum-free options. Yeah, you can't, I cannot go near that aluminum deodorant, man. It, I mean, honest God, it, it, it hurt, literally. It was Yikes. stinging, a stinging sensation. So stay away from the aluminum if you can. And by the way, I'm fed up with the British. I'm, you know, Barnard is a Scottish name. <laughs> I call I, us Mix, and you get mad at me, and you just straight up say we hate the British. I do now. Okay. Because you know how they pronounce that word, right? Aluminium. Aluminium. It's so yeah. confusing. Put me on the hate it. list as well. <laughs> <for them. Yep. laughs> yeah, What's the one? The other one? I think it's pedophile. The pedophile. Oh, peta, peta, I don't pedophile. like that yeah. one either. Well, there was a great bit. I think it was on Monty Python with the guy. His first name was Peter. Oh, yeah. And his last name was Files. Not the one you want. So he's being, he's at the airport, and there's a call coming in. He goes, Peter, pedophile, pedophile, please pick up line three, pedophile. <laughs> the guy's like, no, no, it's my name. I swear it's my name. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know, that aluminium. There's no I in the end there. It's N-U-M, aluminum. Yeah. Where do they get Aluminium. I don't know. There You're are right. other words like that they mispronounce, too. You sons of bitches. Well, it's <laughs> attack. God, you lose a couple of world wars. Now, I guess they won because we carried them. I forgot. Let's yep. start by dumping a bunch of tea in the Mississippi River. Step I like one. it. Let's teabag the river. And like I said, I'm, I'm my background is, is British and Irish and Scottish and all that stuff. And then my mother's side, it's German. So I should be embracing my brother's. Yeah, you should. But, but I can't take that not. aluminium deal. You stuck a knife right in that red coat back, didn't you? I really did. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> I really did. There's no question. <laughs> I'm a horrible person, let's be honest. Right? Yeah. Oh, a lot we of argument. We don't call them red coats anymore, do we, just to be clear. The red coats are <laughs> Yeah, that's coming. the controversial thing yep. said, is the red coats. Right. The article of clothing they were wearing. 
Slightly dated reference. Yeah. No doubt. All right, anything else big in the news we should know about? Nah, it's all depressing. <laughs> well, that's great to know. Nice report. <laughs> nice report. All right, Pally, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, see you guys later. Have Bye, a good day. Chris. Bye. Chris Eggert, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Ladies and gentlemen, what more could you ask for? The least and most popular slang for each generation. Now, you have some slang you were talking about. You used the, the C word the other day and said that's like popular slang in your generation. Now. I love the C word. I do, too. It's so love much fun. It. It's so it's much fun to use. So I'm not going to say it on air because I, I want to have a future. In yeah, this like I love still. having a job, but well, I one love thing I should saying mention. the C word. I think it's the cleanest, most beautiful sounding word. I love it. Yeah, that decided. is true. If you, like, it really it just cuts straight to the point. It sure does. what you're trying to get across. We have a few... Uh, there are at least three and might be even more. So last week when you were talking about that, I got a couple calls go, you know, I run the show over the loudspeakers in my business, so if you could stay away from the big C, I'd really appreciate it. I didn't say it on air. Yes, you did. No, I had thousands. Yes, look, you AJ. Did. I don't I can pull I'll I'll go back and maybe look. I, I never said it on air. I would yes, never say did. it on air. I, think th- I came in and I was saying uh, I I said off air, I was like, Do you guys like my new haircut? And I said, I feel like it's serving C. Yes. And I said that all off air, and then you nope. went on air and you're like, I you guys don't even know what she just said off air. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I would never say that on air. The she mouth did, of a she? sailor. Popeye the sailor. Yeah, thank you. I've been <laughs> you called worse I mean. today by you. Oh. <laughs> pain in the ass is not that bad. That's not that bad. Ladies and gentlemen, news, Mr. Money Talk, of course. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Josh Arnold, of course, bringing you Chris Eggert. So it's his fault. Yeah. Yes. You know, Josh. I'm still. I still can't get over Josh, Arnold, and Fancy Ray sitting at because Fancy Ray sat in the chair just left view. Yeah. Those two. It was an hour of you. I mean, it was what a hell of an exchange. Well, they're also two very opposite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Fancy yeah. Ray is just this very flashy, yeah. older black guy, <laughs> and Josh Arnold is just like just very reserved. Older black. He, he like, told me he was twenty five. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I walked out and I said, "Hey, I I love your necklace," and he goes, "I love everything about me," and I said, "Cool, cool." I love that guy. He was so I'll, funny. He's one of those people where like if you don't. know know who he is you just meet him once and you're you'll oh, yeah. never no, forever him. you'll know like, forever you'll never forget fancy oh. ray mcloney there's no question i've known him now probably god i would guess about 35 years something he's like that he's really making the rounds lately i yeah, see him all the is. time on the solo commercials yeah right mm-hmm. that's right. What, that's like my that's where i know him from just because i mean so much like they advertise around vikings games and a lot of that yeah. stuff right, so it's right. like, that's where i've, I've seen him seen Wait, do, i don't even know like what does what does he own? Like, what does he have ads for? Like, what does he do? He's got a finance uh, uh, ad agency. Oh, Fancy Ray does. Yeah, yeah he's well, got he, his he, own he ad promote, agency. He can promote the hell out of himself. <laughs> but he might be missing <laughs> one true. step. Like, he should probably lean into one because yeah. I didn't know. He I was did like, that. I have no idea why you're famous. I thought you were just like this old comedian. I, because he's same. fancy. Yeah, Fancy I, Ray. Famous he literally has been fancy. on like five stations lately, so he's pushing it lately, lately well, he like, should. in he a good way. I don't. I don't mean yeah. like pushing it. Like, hey, get him off my screen. I mean like I've just seen him a lot around. I just love that when that stuff happens, though. Because, you know, it's so funny because I don't think Andy's ever met Fancy Ray before. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk out and Andy's sitting out there with Fancy Ray. And I walk out and Fancy Ray stands up and runs over and gives me this big hug. And I look at Andy and Andy's like, what the hell? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. I can't I imagine said, that hey, that I, was a lively I, conversation between them two. 
No, I think Fancy's going to make it lively no matter who he's talking yeah. to. That's true. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's true. But A big hug. And it was great. It, it was a really, really fun time. And Josh Arnold's such a hell of a nice guy anyway. Yeah. I got food poisoning over the weekend. He, called, he calls me on, I think, Friday night, I think. Wow. And I got food poisoning. Oh, my God. All early morning on Saturday, I was singing to the choir, if you know what I'm saying. Wait, Josh uh, Arnold was, or you? or you? No, me. Oh, I thought you were saying Josh Arnold called. No, he, tried, he called me on Friday night, and I never oh. called him back until Sunday because I was sicker than hell. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't so, even know what it was that I ate that made me so sick. In between golf and the Hall of Fame thing, you're sick? Yeah. Uh, huh? You know, it might have been Saturday night. No, it wasn't Friday night. It was Saturday night. That's okay. what it was. Well, you want to walk through it? You want to do some detective work and figure it out what, right, what it might you, be? I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain it was a chicken sandwich. From where? Ch- you know, chicken. Get, I'm not telling you where it was from. <laughs> well, I want to avoid it. No, you you wouldn't have to avoid uh, this place. Okay, Catherine would be good to go. <laughs> no, it was uh, not Catherine. Catherine's putting aluminum in his uh, chicken Alum- sandwiches. Aluminium. 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 Yeah. So the weird thing, of course, is when you get food poisoning. At least for me. It uh, doesn't come out the the yapper at first. It goes the the other exit. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus, how many times do I have to go to the bathroom tonight? Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's like, I better go get a bucket. Because <laughs> I'm not going to make it to the bathroom. <laughs> a designated throw-up bucket? Oh, my God. No, it's not a throw-up bucket. Well, it is now. It, it is now. It, no, no, it's it is a throw-up bucket. nothing else now yeah. except that. God, did I get sick. Oh, my that's God. terrible. And, of course, Catherine got no sleep because I'm up all night. Something about men when they're sick have to make everybody in the house Miserable. absolutely pay for it. Even when you sneeze, you guys are like, by the way, I am sneezing, hacho! <laughs> like, you really make a meal out of it, okay? See, I don't. <laughs> I'm very polite. Hacha! It's like nobody needs to, the addedness of it. <laughs> I'm just a sweetheart. That's all I'm saying. Are you, though? Are you, though? Well, you are, you are. Let's take a break here just to get away from Brittany. Okay. What do you think? You guys are in the room with me, but... Nope, not for long. You're out of the mix. We shall take a break. Be right back in a couple seconds, ladies and gentlemen. K&L Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products. It is the perfect... I just love it when you slam stuff down while I'm reading it. Right, talking about us being dramatic. Tom, Tom's doing a commercial. Here, come here. What a dope. You're a dope, I said. Love you. Love you, too. K&L Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is a preferred choice among enthusiasts for over 25 years. Why? K&L Surplus and Ammo offers one of the widest selections of firearms in the region. The big box stores say you have a big selection, but that usually means they have a lot of inventory, not a wide selection of different types of firearms. K&L has a broad selection of different calibers. K&L Surplus and Ammo also offers some of the best prices in the region. Let me say that again. K&L Surplus and Ammo offer some of the best prices in the region. You might find a good sale now and again at a big box store, but K&L always has great pricing. Always has great pricing. And unlike a lot of other stores, K&L always includes tax, the listed price. K&L Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. K&L is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why K&L Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. I've been there, love the place. Go to www.klgunstore.com. That's www.klgunstore.com. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Increase your vehicle's performance and gas mileage with Lucas Fuel Treatment at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply add it to your tank at your next fill-up to eliminate carbon and varnish deposits. Get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Treatment for $10, plus two times O Rewards points. See your O'Reilly Auto Parts store for details or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey man, looking good. It's Stitch Fix. I'd like to thank my stylist for making me look so great. They always get my fit just right. They send clothes that work for me and my budget. They even found me my favorite pair of jeans. I'd like to thank Stitch Fix because let's get real, I couldn't make this style happen on my own. They just make everything so easy. So thank you, Stitch Fix. They just get me and they'll get you too. Stitch Fix. Take your style quiz today at stitchfix.com. This cardboard order, is it up to date? Camila's recyclable coffee cup factory can no longer be considered a grande. Uh, redesign, it's at the printer. She needs more designers to jump the business to a triple shot. client wants to see several more design options. The logo's gotta be bigger. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Dougie, how's life in Baldwin? I love it, though it's a bit hard to find a half-calf, decaf, heavy foam. I'll give you some heavy foam. Yeah, that's what he said. Anyway, I just came back from the National Ford meeting and got to hear Bill Ford, Henry's grandson, and Jim Farley, who's the CEO, talk about the future of the company. It was really interesting, and I learned some cool stuff. Read this. Ford builds more vehicles in the USA than any other brand. Huh? I thought it would have been Tesla. Not even close. Keep reading. Ford outsold Toyota in 2022 and is on track to do it again. I didn't know that either. Probably these commercials. Yeah, sure, Bill. Ford also has the largest number of assembly workers in the United States. You know, Tom, I've really fallen in love with the product. From the electrics to the super duties, thanks to you, a lot of people have reached out to put Ford on their list. If you want to talk cars in general or Ford specifically, reach out to me at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. <laughs> 